Hey, how's it going, Champagne Sharks? Hope everyone's doing well. Just wanted to uh, do some quick house cleaning, let people know. Go to ChampagneSharks.com and you get access to all the links related to Champagne Sharks. You can go there and find it all. And you can find where we are on social media, our products, all that stuff. Also, Patreon benefits, which includes Discord server, book club night, movie night discussions, show notes, newsletter, and most importantly, bonus episodes. So definitely become a patron for $5 a month at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. And without further ado, here is the episode. Take care. Champagne sharks. This is Kenny, Champagne Sharks. Um, if you're interested, hit the Patreon, follow the YouTube page. Follow us on Twitter at Champagne Sharks. Um, this is me on a solo, on a solo mission. I was sitting in the house thinking about some stuff and uh got my workout done and I figured I would <laughs> give me a little, give a little bit of uh some insight into some things I was thinking about. And I want to talk about Kanye West a little bit and just that whole, the whole fiasco surrounding Kanye West. And I want to give it from a black perspective. I, I don't even want to say a black perspective. I'm gonna give it from a champagne sharks perspective. <laughs> uh a lot of times they say, you know, you don't you don't uh, kick a man when he's down um, in this situation. Not only am I going to kick Kanye while he's down, I'm Nino Brown on the top of the building, the 357, the G money's head. He got to go. We got to get rid of him. Right. Uh, I'm all for alienating, kicking Kanye West out of the community and his face never being seen again. But there's nothing that that dude does that I'm surprised by. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that dude uh, harmed himself, you know, for attention. He'll do anything for attention. But what I have noticed is, is that I see a lot of people, they're picking this, they're picking sides. And one of the things that I'm always interested, interested in seeing is how a lot of Black people are choosing the side of saying things like the record execs, the corporations. They didn't really care when Kanye was saying slavery was a choice for Black people. White lives matter. All of that type of stuff. See, they didn't, they, you know, I see a lot of black people saying that, oh, you know, you guys didn't care when he said those things. This is how, this is how I feel about it. Fuck the corporations. To hell with the record execs, right? Um, you as a black person can vote with your dollars. You vote with your dollars. If Kanye West says some offensive things, why are you still buying his shoes? Why are you still supporting his music? Why are you still going to his concerts? Why are you giving him any of your attention? I myself have, I have never owned any of Kanye West's shoes, his clothes, anything like that. I think the last Kanye West album that I actually paid money for uh, might have been late registration. Um, but that's the thing that, that's one of the things that I find interesting is that you get a lot of people that really at the end of the day, you don't want to stop supporting Kanye West. You don't want to stop wearing his shoes. You don't want to stop wearing his clothes because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the aura of being a clout chaser. It's the aura of being in the in crowd. You don't want to miss anything. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you as a black person to be the one black person without without the Yeezys. I mean, and for all intents and purposes, most of his clothes and his shoes are garbage. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a good design. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just a simple fact because it's him that a lot of people wear those shoes. They stand in line for those shoes and wear those holy bummy clothes. You know, I call it the skid row. Uh, <laughs> the skid row line <laughs> that's what his clothes look like they belong on skid row in la you know what i'm saying um i mean this dude is disrespectful you know uh i don't give kanye west the the benefit of the doubt of his mom died he ain't the only one that lost a parent he's not the only one that lost a mother 
He's not the only one that's dealt with some type of trauma. This is how I look at it. Certain situations with a lot of black celebrities, specifically musicians, because he's not the first musician we've seen going off the rails. We've seen James Brown do this shit. We saw James Brown go into his place of business with a shotgun high on PCP and start busting shots. But James Brown never threw black people under the bus saying crazy stuff. You know, uh, we saw Sly Stone smoke all of his money up, just smoke crack. They found Sly Stone in East Oakland somewhere in a trailer high as a kite you know so we we've seen artists fall off the rails but this is a little bit different this is a little bit different what's different about this is that this is the influencer age and while those artists did go off the rails they harmed themselves james brown harmed himself sly stone harmed himself you know dmx dmx harmed himself self-inflicted wounds towards kanye lashes out at his own community, the people that you know it was what was it 2005 when kanye west said george bush don't care about black people I knew he was full of shit then. I think what happens is, um, you know, a lot of people are addicted to him spazzing out. They love that. You know what I'm saying? They love because I think there's a lot of people in today's culture that want to be able to just spaz out for no reason. Spaz out at work, spaz out at school, spaz out in public and people just deal with it and record it on the phone. And, you know, uh, I've been saying long for a long time that somebody like Kanye West, he's the type of dude that and it's unfortunate. You got to kick his ass physically. You know what I'm saying? For him to stop disrespecting. And I'm talking about in our community, you know, you kind of have to take Kanye and whoop his ass up and down the block. Everybody in the hood is seeing a fight where there's a disrespectful person and they get a good whooping. You know what I mean? That's the type of person. That's the type of thing you have to do to somebody like Kanye West. But, you know, Kanye going to keep doing what he's been doing. You know, Um, it's the it's the community that that annoys me with the idea that he's um, some type of (laughs) that Kanye West is, you know, has a, the ultimate plan, you know, um, he's this ultimate 5D chess player, you know, um, he's not, he's not a genius. He's not even that great of a musician. When we really think about it, I mean, he's not Prince. He's not Elton John. He's not Michael Jackson. He's not any of those things. He's very good at getting attention. He's very good at clout chasing and all that type of stuff. But his last four or five albums ain't really done too well. People don't play his music like that anymore. You know, but Kanye West is a is a uh, a product of a, there's an episode of the Twilight Zone. Um, there's an episode of the Twilight Zone where a guy sells his soul to the devil. And uh, the name of this this uh, episode of the Twilight Zone, if you can find it, it's from 1959. It's called Escape Clause. And this guy is a hypochondriac and he's totally afraid of dying and he thinks he's going to die. You know, so he sells his soul to the devil. Like DMX say, I sold my soul to the devil. And the price was cheap. You know, that's Kanye West. You know, uh, this guy, this guy in this Twilight Zone episode sells his soul to the devil. And he goes around jumping off buildings, standing on train tracks, getting ran, hit by trains. He does. He won't die. You know what I mean? Um, he's going around doing all types of clout chasing when it comes to this newfound power that he has of being able to not die. You know, so one day he's, his wife, he brings his wife on top of this building on the rooftop. And he wants to show his wife that he's going to fall off this building and he's not going to die. And his wife is like, look, you need to stop. This is ridiculous. OK, the guy makes a mistake and accidentally pushes because they start arguing. He accidentally pushes his wife off the building and she dies. So now he's totally depressed and he gets locked up. But in his mind, he's like, oh, I know what I'll do. They're going to give me the electric chair and they're going to see when they when they give me the electric chair and they they flip the switch that I'm not going to die. Just so it happens to his luck, bad luck. They give him life with the possibility of a role. So now he's got to spend his everlasting life that he will never die from in prison. 
for all eternity. So he starts crying to the devil. He wants his soul back. He wants his life back. The devil shows up, of course. And the devil says, you know, you want your life back? Okay. He said, I, I, I think you're about to have a heart attack. And the guy drops dead. That's Kanye West. Kanye West figuratively sold his soul to the devil. Everything that Kanye West has right now, he rapped about it. He, this is what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? He said on the, he said on the song, I prayed to God that, that I go to heaven. When I woke up, I spent it on the necklace. You know what I'm saying? So, for, so to him, it was always about getting attention. He said, I pray to God that I buy my way into heaven. When I woke up, I spent that on a necklace. And that's on the song. I believe that's the song. Can't tell me nothing. So he's always made songs basically talking about how he wants attention. He wants it all. He wants all the fame. There's a story about uh, Kanye West when he's a younger dude. He's a producer and he's hanging around other producers, uh, evidence from dilated peoples. He's hanging around the alchemist, um, alchemist fame. Mob Deep, I mean, Alchemist is produced for everybody, you know, superstar producer, Evidence, great producer, great rapper. And Evidence is trying to get some beats to Jay-Z and Kanye flips out on him, spazzes out on him. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that was that was when a lot of people start seeing that this dude, we know what this dude wants. But, you know, as they say, you got to be careful what you ask for. Kanye asked for all of this. He went on Sway in the morning and told Sway he didn't have he didn't have the plan. He didn't have. Uh, he didn't know what he was talking about. He told Sway he didn't know what he was talking about. Basically, you don't have the answers. That's what he told Sway. Sway in the morning. You don't have the answers, Sway. Come to find out Sway did have the answers. What Sway was telling Kanye to do is sell to your people. Create clothes and urban clothing for your people. Kanye turned his nose up to that idea. He turned his nose up to that idea. It wasn't important to him to set up shop in the neighborhood where people that looked like him. He wanted his ideas to be paid for and bought and supported by White people, Balenciaga, Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Kanye West did an interview. He said he was, he basically was explaining that on Drink Champs, he was jealous of Virgil Abloh becoming, um, I guess he was a designer for Louis Vuitton. And the way Kanye West was talking, you can tell that he's jealous of Virgil Abloh dying. You know, in the fashion world, in the hype beast world, Virgil Abloh is going to die a legend. You know what I mean? He's going to die a legend. If Kanye West had it his way, he would die a legend. He would love to die a legend. So he's even jealous of the way Virgil Abloh left the world. Virgil Abloh's dead. He's never coming back. And, and Kanye is jealous of it. He wanted that to be him. I believe Virgil Abloh was only 48 years old when he died. He died of um, cancer. Um, no, he was 41. Virgil Abloh was 41 years old when he died. And Kanye West was low-key jealous of Virgil Abloh because of the connections that he made with Louis Vuitton and because he died a legend. What type of person thinks like that? It's, for that person, it's not even about money. It's you so fa- obsessed with fame that you're willing to even die for it. That's Kanye West. He's willing to die for it. And, and the bad thing about it is we got a lot of black folks that support that idea. Then you got a lot of black folks coming out with the whole, you know, trying to go against Jews because of something ignorant Kanye West said. You know what I'm saying? Because even at the end of the day, even if let's just for say, you know, this is one of the oldest conspiracies of all time about Jews running the world. Let's say it was true. Even if they do run the world and the music execs and the music that comes out is negative, you ain't got to buy it. And this is the thing. You buy it because you like it. Black people buy that bullshit because they like it. You like Meg Thee Stallion. You like the city girls. You like negative hip hop. 
We've been through this over and over again over the years when the positive rappers were played out and people were saying they didn't want to hear that anymore. Why didn't you want to hear it anymore? Don't say it's because of the executives. Don't say it's because of record execs. Because anytime you put music on and you listen to it, you did that willingly. You bought the music because you wanted it. That's what you wanted. Because a lot of people, not just Black people, live vicariously through music, especially hip-hop. There's a story of Alonzo from the World Class Wrecking Crew, which is an early uh, hip-hop slash R&B group that Dr. Dre was a part of in the early 1980s. And Alonzo talks about how when he first started doing shows and he had a club called Eve's After Dark in South Central Los Angeles in Compton, he said back in the early 80s, nobody wanted the gang members to come to the club. When the gang members came to the club, people would leave. They didn't want to be bothered with gangs. He said after N.W.A. came out, even those same people were dressing like gang members. Now, they might not have been gang members, but they were dressing like gang members. Now, you want to be a part of this thing, this toxic environment. And look, I'll be the first to tell you, I listen to hip hop, but I know the difference between what's real and what's not. I don't live my life vicariously through no rap songs or rappers, but a lot of people do for the dudes that like future. You know, you hear a lot of dudes that like future, you know, whether it's online, you know, future, the baby. Lil Baby, all them fucking babies, okay? For the dudes that like Future, the girls that like Meg Thee Stallion and, and Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, City Girls. You can't tell, you can't complain about no record execs. You don't even know who the record execs are. You like that music and you have to tell the truth and be accountable to that. If you don't want to, if you don't want that type of information coming into your mind, coming into your family, coming into your home, into your car, you would not listen to it. There's a lot of music I just don't listen to because I don't think it's very good. I just don't think it's very good. Okay. So I don't want to hear the excuse about the record execs. All the labels are owned by Jews. You know, Leo Cohen, who was uh, president of Def Jam for a long time, he did an interview on The Breakfast Club. And uh, I'm going to see if I can pull it up. And he talked about they, they tried to hang, they tried to get on him about the type of music that he puts out. And I'm going to play this clip. But I think it helped change the course of the crack epidemic. I don't know what's this opioid thing, man. Is is oh, being a crackhead wasn't cool would you, back then? Being yeah. a crackhead wasn't cool. Now it's it, it seems like they're they're making it cool to be drinking lean and syrup and it's the most dangerous. It's the most dangerous thing that's facing um um our society. Are you so, so why sign an artist that would promote that? Um, be, because I, I I only answered that question. You weren't paying attention. Um, she asked me talent. Or issues, and I said talent, but I I, I have to I, I can't give up on people. I was saying that's hypocritical, though. You're saying um, it's opportunistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got I got people to feed. Um, uh, I got a business to run. You're gonna make Dame Dash take this clip and call you a culture vulture. Who's Dame Dash? Brought him up. I don't even know him. I don't even know him. So you bring him his name up. I don't even know him. So y'all made a lot of money together. Made a lot of money. I don't do that to him. I don't know him. I really don't. So um, I don't know what to tell you. I won't. So as you hear, Lior Cohen, who was the president of Def Jam, talks about how promoting rappers who talk about doing drugs and things like that, even though we have a lot of issues out here in society with drugs. And you know what? Uh, Lior says that he's a businessman. He's got a family to feed. It's not his job to raise your kids. Basically, that's what he's saying. It's not his job to raise your kids. It's not his job to make sure that the music that he promotes is positive. It's your job to not buy into that shit. Nobody is making black people buy this poisonous ass music. Nobody makes us do the poisonous things that we do. Now, I understand 
the the idea and the philosophy behind you know uh when it when you're in a neighborhood in this in the poverty levels and you know the poverty level in a certain area crime is going to be but that's not a race thing that's a poverty thing okay if you go to eastern europe there's crime you know what i'm saying if you go to certain areas in china there's crime because of there's it's an impoverished area right it's not a race thing uh does it happen more to people of color absolutely we can acknowledge that that's not even an issue thing is the instrument of your destruction you are not forced to buy it but i think a lot of people need to just admit that they like it like t said the these are the symptoms of how you know the race war is is over this is how you know the race war is over and black people didn't win because we're willing to blame record execs for our own demise i've seen people online talk about talking to these corporations adding them on twitter and i'm not on twitter but i have the app you guys didn't care about what kanye west said when he said slavery was a choice and white lives matter and now you guys want to cancel him because he said something about jews yeah but it ain't their job to to cancel him in your community it's your job it's your job to cancel him in your community but you didn't want to and we've seen this look when kanye west was talking about slavery was a choice and was talking about harriet tubman and all this other bullshit I seen black people online low key agreeing with him. It turned into a bunch of debating. We black people couldn't even get on the same page with saying slavery was a choice. And you're going to sit up here and tell these other talk to these corporations talking about how they didn't care. Motherfucker, you didn't care. You didn't care that Kanye West said slavery was a choice. You know why? Cuz you wanted to keep buying his shoes. Because you wanted to keep buying his clothes. You wanted to keep listening to his music. You wanted to still be in the in crowd clout chasing. That's what you wanted. You want to be Kanye West. A lot of black folks want to be like Kanye West, where you get so much money to us you don't even think you black. Like Pharrell said, he's a new black. Whatever the fuck that means, he's a new black. It's the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. But that's the that's a problem that we got to get rid of. You want to be Kanye West. You want to be able to get clout for having sex with white women, having a a a racially ambiguous white woman, whatever Kim Kardashian is. That's that's a lot of people that's a lot of a lot of black dudes a lot of black women this is something that we aspire to do. You want to have a bunch of money, a racially ambiguous significant other, clout, fame and be able to just say whatever you want to say, not be accountable for anything. You can shit on your community cuz nobody there's no way for black people to hold you accountable and they won't as like I said before when it came to talking about slavery was a choice. I seen black people actually agreeing with him, trying to trying to figure out a way that he was making sense. I even see I still see black people today actually saying, "Oh no, that's part of his plan." What plan? Even if it is a part of the plan. Kanye West is a grenade and you can't smother him. He's a grenade. The best thing to do with somebody like Kanye West, he's a pariah. The best thing to do with someone like Kanye West is get him the fuck away from you. If you're a black person, you get people like that away from you. I don't even care about the whole Donald Trump shit. I don't care about that. I don't that doesn't make a difference to me. You cannot have people like Kanye West in your community. You got to get people like him out of your community. And there's he ain't the only one. There's more. There's more. But he's the perfect example of the type of black person you never want in your community because they'll sell their soul and probably their asshole for a dollar. And the Kanye West sold his soul to the devil and the devil came back and we seeing everything crumbling down. I'm sure people think Jay-Z is going to save Kanye West. If Jay-Z smart, he'll stay the fuck away from. Him. I don't think Jay-Z is going anywhere near Kanye West. You got to let that motherfucker drown. I don't care if we wake up one day and find out Kanye is mopping the floor at a office building or <laughs> is a mechanic all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if that's the lesson he needed to learn, that's the lesson he needed to learn. You need to be a fucking mechanic. Go change that oil, okay? You blew it. You blew it. 
when you had an opportunity to do what was right, when you got to the height of your fame and fortune, you shit on everybody. And then you come back saying the craziest stuff that you can say about your own people. Nah, man, no. You got to keep people like that away from you. And for the black people that are trying to agree with him and find a way to, you know, now all of a sudden you got the whole, uh, the Hebrew Israelites popping up. You know what I'm saying? They, they getting their five minutes of fame. This is, this is going to be nothing but a bunch of trolling from people on Twitter of trying to get attention to talk about, try to be a fake anti-Semite, to be a fake Kanye West fan all of a sudden. Because this is a way for them to say, oh, man, yeah, man, you, you ain't lying about them Jews, man. You know, they ain't shit. I live in New York, man. I seen them having a party. They didn't even have to wear a mask during COVID. I had to wear a mask. Like, motherfucker, please stop. Stop. You know what I'm saying? Can't you stop trying to be a fake anti-Semite? Because we know damn well you don't know nothing about anything until Kanye West says it. Now, all of a sudden, you want to <laughs> now, all of a sudden, you're a fucking expert on the Holocaust and Jewish <laughs> Judaism and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of stuff that you just be like, OK, this is where we're going with this shit. This is where we're going with this shit. But I'm not surprised. This is how it always goes. It always goes this way. It hits Twitter. It comes into the community. But if you're on the outside looking in, as such as myself, man, you just stay away from people like Kanye West. He's a clown. And yes, I am kicking him while he's down. Like I said before, I'm Nino Brown on the top of the on the rooftop. The 357 out. Am I my brother's keeper? That's me on Kanye West's ass. I'm sorry. I I, I don't have any empathy for him. Um, as a matter of fact, just just, just you know, I'm sure we're probably gonna hit on this situation once again with all of us. But I wanted to come out here and uh, say my piece. CMB, CMB, man, we all we got. I, my brother's keeper. Yes. And on that note, follow us at Champagne Sharks on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram also. I just remembered that T has an Instagram page for that he put up for us. You can hit us on the email, hit us on the Discord, hit us on the Patreon. Have a good night, and we will be speaking to you all soon. Thank you.